live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. I've got two favorite candies for sure. Uh, peanut coated M&M's. I mean, I, I love those peanut M&M's actually. And then uh, Mr. Goodbar. It seems like every time I walk by Mr. Goodbar, he calls me, you know, and says, Andy, come eat me. Tonight for 15 back in the third quarter, 11 down in the fourth. En route to a 116-108 conquest. OKC improves to 4-3 and three on the season. Comes home with a bit swung on. Hits the right field, and the Phillies are going to lead it. Yeah, they are. Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top with a two-run home run over the out-of-town scoreboard. Simply amazing. Harper here at home has homered on back-to-back swings. Listen to this. Crazy. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show on a Wednesday, November 2. Toby and TJ back with you here on The Ref on a Working Man Wednesday, an abrupt end to the song there. The yeah, home my, of my, Sooner uh, fans. My, uh, the board's sticking on me right there. It's done that a couple of times this week, so my apologies. A WD-40 in there? That usually know. fixes Maybe so, everything. Yeah. How about the uh, Andy Reid bite there talking about uh, Mr. Goodbar? Look, I don't think he's passing up any candy bar. <laughs> well, Mr. Goodbar calls to me. They all call to you. I've got two favorite candies for sure. Uh, peanut coated M&M's. I mean, I, I love those peanut M&M's actually. And then uh, Mr. Goodbar. It seems like every time I walk by Mr. Goodbar, he calls me, you know, and says, Andy, come eat me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love the Andy, uh, Phillies color analyst, too, Andy. when he hits the, two, yeah. he hits the uh, home run. He says, uh, uh, Phillies are going to have the lead. lead. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, the pitch swung on. Hit the yes. right field, and the Phillies are yes. going to lead it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> He's like a cartoon Giddy. Yeah, they are. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the pitch swung on. Hit the yes. right field, and the Phillies <laughs> are going to lead it. Yeah, they are. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the voice. <laughs> like a cartoon character. Uh, good morning, everybody. Speaking of cartoon characters, hour two, Phillies win game three of the World Series last night, 7 nothing. It's a good time to be a sports fan in the city of Philadelphia, TJ. Their NFL team is undefeated. Their Major League Baseball team is two wins away from being World Series champions. They hit five home runs last night. Game four coming up tonight. We are headed towards a 2 o'clock kickoff on Saturday in Norman. OU Baylor will hear from Brent Venables coming up this hour. He met with the gathered media yesterday. OSU at Kansas Saturday, 2.30. Tulsa gets Tulane at 11 a.m. on Saturday. The OU soccer team semifinals of the Big 12 tournament tomorrow night against TCU coming off that dramatic last-second win over Texas Tech on Sunday. And uh, let's talk a little college football playoff rankings. The first rankings out last night had Tennessee at number one. 
Surprised to see Tennessee at one, TJ? Not surprised, no. I mean, they have um, maybe the biggest win of the year, so um, probably deserving. I, I, I don't know that I would have – I don't remember if we went Georgia 1 or Tennessee 1 once we laid it all out, but, you know, Georgia, defending champs still haven't lost, but they have uh, struggled against Missouri, so I can see Tennessee at 1. Yeah, what does it matter at this point? It doesn't matter. Good good for the Vols, right? I mean, um, Josh Heupel, those guys have – they're the story of college football so far this year. Now, you kind of put them in a tough spot here because now they're number one and they're going on the road to face Georgia. And Georgia's like, oh, really? Really? We're the defending champs. We're undefeated. Really? Somebody else is number one? So, I don't know. I might might, – I was thinking about taking Tennessee, but I don't know now. I might take Georgia. Um, Tennessee one, Ohio State two, Georgia three, Clemson came in at four, ahead of Michigan. That's an interesting choice. Michigan at five, Alabama at six. I had a friend of mine text me yesterday and said, uh, "You know, we're always trying to figure out, teach what to play, a good song to sing in the stadium going to the fourth quarter that you know that the OU fans can embrace as their song. That's been a popular topic around here the yes. last few years." And he said he was sure you would recommend Sweet Home Alabama. No, wouldn't recommend that. That wouldn't make any yeah, sense. But you're such an Alabama um, homer. Nice try. Nice you're try. Tied you guys try to paint six. me as something that I'm not. Continue to try to paint with your little brush. Uh, accurate painting. Accurate painting. Alabama six ahead of TCU at seven. Any problem with that? A one-loss Bama ahead of an undefeated TCU. No problem at all. Alabama's better. I said that yesterday, and I'll continue to say it. So that's that's uh, correct. The very next sentence out of his mouth, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Just, that's nothing to do with being a homer. Try to paint me with your they're little just, brush. They're better the than very, TCU. Why? Why would you say that? Because. What proof? What proof do you have? Um, I have no proof they haven't played. What makes um, you say that? What makes me say that is all season long, I've watched TCU and said, hey, they keep winning these games. Yeah. So that's why that's why I say you that. You don't yeah. believe in I don't TCU, believe in them. I don't believe in them. Regardless of how many games Alabama loses, you believe in Alabama. Yes, there's okay. a history there. There's Again, a proof in the pudding. This is what we're talking about here. They can do no wrong in your I'm eyes. I'm not saying they can't do wrong. They could uh, lose this week and be You'd completely still out of it. Believe in them. You'd no. still say, you know what? I know Alabama's got four I would losses, say, but yeah, if they played TCU, I'd I would them. say a two-loss Alabama team probably deserves to be ranked ahead of a one-loss USC team. That's what I would probably say. But well, they would okay. be out of the playoff mix if they lose to LSU this week, which they very know. well could. I believe it when I see it. I've never seen Alabama out of the playoff mix ever, regardless of what they do. But uh, I liked what, – what did the uh, chairman of the committee say last night? He said uh, – why TCU is behind Bama? Uh, something about it's about your offense and your defense, and TCU's been behind at times. They have uh, they have been behind uh, in second halves of game, but they've yeah. But to me, that yeah. shows uh, good fight, good team chemistry when you're able to overcome that stuff. So I can you can counter that argument. You know when Alabama's been behind. A lot, yeah. At the end of the that, Tennessee game. Well, yes, that's true. The entire day in Austin, Look, Texas, they Bama's, were behind. Bama's not been as good this year as they, you know, have been in previous years, and have, have, have as well as we've seen them look in previous years. So, I'm not arguing too much with you on Alabama this year. I'm just saying they're better than TCU. 
So this is interesting. The sporting news people said, all right, let's imagine a 12-team playoff is happening this year. That's why that paper's out of business now. What would it look like based on the first college football playoff rankings? And I, when I first saw this, I was like, wait, hang on a second. They've messed this up. But I had forgotten. So the parameters for the 12-team playoff as we know them are the top six-ranked conference champions plus the next six highest-ranked teams, right? The top four seeds, the buys, go to the top four-ranked conference champions. Not the top four-ranked teams in the poll, but the top four-ranked conference champions get the buys. So, for example, Tennessee, Ohio State, Clemson, and TCU would get the buys. No Georgia, because Georgia is in the same conference as Tennessee. Right. No Michigan. No Michigan. So the bracket would look like this based on last night's rankings. You'd have an 8-9 game between Oregon and USC for the right to play Tennessee. I like that. You would have a 5-12 game between Georgia and Tulane. For the right to play TCU. Tulane? What are we doing? Tulane right now is the highest. It would be the conference champion number six. The American Athletic Conference would be the highest ranked, the sixth highest ranked conference champion. Uh, So Tulane right now would be in. On the other side, you'd have a matchup we're actually going to see this week. LSU and Alabama. That's the 7-10 game. Winner gets Ohio State. That's pretty juicy. And a first-round game between Michigan and Ole Miss for the right to play Clemson. Remember, home field advantage for these first games. So that means Oregon, Georgia, Alabama, and Michigan would all be hosting those first-round games with uh, Tennessee, Ohio State, Clemson, and TCU waiting for the winners. I don't know, man. This looks pretty fun to me. I There's can't some wait fun matchups this. there. I, I won't argue that there's some fun matchups there. The, I mean, we're going to get some great first-round matchups like LSU-Bama, Oregon-USC. Really, three of those are great. Michigan-Ole Miss. We're going to have a, a, a dud or one that looks less attractive because you're always going to have whatever that sixth conference is, you know? Uh, you got your Power Five, and then what, whether it's the American or the MAC or Conference USA or whatever, there's always going to be a sixth team in there that's going to be less sexy. But what I like about it is it's going to also present the Cinderella possibility into the mix. Uh Nine out of 10 years or 19 out of 20 years or 24 out of 25 years, it's not going to matter because they're going to get crushed. But one year it's going to happen. Where Tulane knocks off Georgia and it's going to be totally worth it. My, uh, My magazine's putting out a prediction today of what it would look like if Tennessee just played Clemson and Ohio State just played Georgia. And you know what? At the uh, it's just two words. It says completely satisfied. Uh, sign yeah. me. 
Yeah. No, it would probably end at the same place, <laughs> but we would get less football. Right. Which I know you love less football. You love it's not about that. It's about thumbs and staring it's not at the about ceiling. Less football. It's about it's, I don't need exactly to see some is. of those. I don't need to see Tulane in anything. I don't need to see it either. I want to see more football. I don't. I don't need to. I could stare at a wall and go. Well, I'll just wait for the final game to be played and stare at this wall. This will be fun. Why don't you give me more football? Bob's giving you that in Arlington. College football. <laughs> Here's the other thing I like about it. Um, how many teams have a chance at the four-team playoff right now? I think we could go. You could probably go all the way down to 11. Ole Miss. If Ole Miss won out, they'd have a shot, right? Yeah. Is that too far do you, down? Do you not think that L, uh, UCLA, if they won out? Hmm. I mean, I don't Maybe. believe I don't believe they're deserving, even if okay, they won let's out. Go but, to, let's go to 12. But they're a one-loss team. Yeah. If they're a one-loss Pac-12 champion right. and things break their way, then maybe. Okay, that's fair. But that's it, right? I mean, because Kansas State's next, and they got two losses. Yeah. So you got top 12 teams. I, I, boy, LSU is kind of funky in there, aren't they? Is LSU really? Hey, I anyway. told you yesterday I thought they'd be above USC. I was close. They were just one behind them with two losses. They've surged. Uh, with the 12-team playoff, you're going like, you know, I don't know, down to 23 of teams that are still in the hunt. I don't know if a three-loss Texas I don't know Texas if I believe that Oregon be State's hunt. really in the hunt, but maybe. NC State, Wake Forest. What are they even doing? Why are they even ranking these teams? I Syracuse. Come on. <laughs> You're such an elitist. Kick them out. I mean, I'm, I'm, you you have to get into this relegation idea. It's the most T.J. Perry thing that's ever come along. The idea that but if the they worst... did that, if they did that in college football, I might would be all for that. Yes, I just can't get behind the soccer thing. That's the so you go to sixty four teams, right? You go to the top sixty four teams, make it the super conferences, whatever. But the team that finishes last in every conference is out for the next season. They have to go down and play in whatever we're going to call the football subdivision or whatever. And the four best teams in that get to come up and play with the big boys for a year. And every year, the danger, the threat, the catastrophe that it would be for your athletic department hangs in the balance of finishing in last place. I don't Uh hate it. I don't hate it. So great. Um, so anyway, there you go. So still, after seeing this fun twelve-team bracket, you say no thanks. I, I, I say uh, I'd be completely fine with this. Those top four playing. Um, we'll get a lot of mix-up though. The the it's going to be totally different next week, obviously, because we get a lot of these teams in that top twelve head-to-head this upcoming week. So yeah, well, four of them, I think, four or five of them. Yeah, you can't got, be five. Uh, can't be five. Tennessee and Georgia. <laughs> Tennessee, you got Georgia. LSU and Alabama. Right. I thought there was one uh, other one, but I guess not. I guess I was thinking of I'm looking down here. I don't. I think that's it. Just those two matchups. So, but it'll shift it a lot. Oh, it'll give it the old uh, um, Yahtzee shaker. Remember that thing? 
Oh, Clemson, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's not ranked, but is favored in that game, which was surprising. That that's another thing with Clemson being over Michigan, yet they're going into this week's game as a uh, dog. So, are they really? Mm-hmm. I think I think Notre Dame. I think I saw was a two and a half, three and a half point favorite. Let me look mm-hmm. here real quick. You play Yahtzee growing up? Mm, no, I never really got into it. You got that little dice shaker, you know, and then you put that little cup, right. you put the dice in the cup and you shake it up, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I know what it is. Not a big Yahtzee I, guy. Huh? I played it uh, some as a math? kid, but I didn't really like it. It wasn't one of my go-to games or anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three and a half, yeah. Uh, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame's favorite over Clemson? Oh, no, I was reading that backwards. Sorry. No, they're a dog at home. Never mind. Clemson's I, favorite. I read, yeah, Clemson's favorite. I, I read that one uh, earlier. Okay. All right, 719, we'll take a break. Let's get some of your thoughts on here when we come back. Text line, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Wednesday morning on The Ref, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Terry Saxon is the home of the 899 listing fee. He is also responsible for this hour. He brings you the uh, 7 a.m. hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Call him, ask him about the $8.99 listing fee. Save yourself thousands of dollars on the sale of your home and still get great service from a uh, top-notch realtor out there. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Tracy in Burleson has texted in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Says, I just want Carter to text in so I can hear TJ's impression of him. Funny she texts that because I scrolled through here. And amazingly enough, morning, buddy. Hey, Carter. Oh, I hope you're doing well. You've always been there for me, but I need some more advice. Okay. I'm taking a date to the game, and her name is Jenny. What tips do you have for taking someone named Jenny on dates? Have a good day. Great question. Um, <laughs> Carter knows, but most of you, or some of you may not. My wife's name is Jenny. So his advice is uh, when you're taking a Jenny on a date, well, that's what he's asking, right? What advice can I give him for After taking hearing that impersonation, Jenny? if Jenny's listening, he may not be taking her on a date. So, so the date is to a game? Uh, the game this weekend, it sounds like, yeah. yeah that's a mistake. <laughs> I mean, question is, is she a sports fan? Well, my Jenny was not a giant sports fan. I don't think it that really matters uh some guys are married to women who love sports some guys aren't you can be happy either way i just think if we're talking early in the dating life here of yeah, carter first, and jenny first date yeah i don't know that you want her to see you in that kind of an environment because uh carter in a sports setting you know when his team is playing and he's into it and he's that's yeah, just that's just overexposing yourself early emotionally. It's going to be really hard for Carter to come off looking good at a game because the pressure of the game is going to overtake him. You know what I mean, TJ? He's going to start yelling at refs. He's going to he's going to start crying, cheering perhaps. too vociferously. Yeah. He might cry mm-hmm. if things don't go. I think that's a you know that's a fifth or sixth or maybe even after you're married kind of a situation before specifically Carter too because we know how much he gets into these things 
Whatever you do, do not let her know how passionate you are about the world of high school football recruiting because that's <laughs> going to be a turnoff as well. I would recommend, you know, uh, my first date, we went to Olive Garden in a movie. Start small. Taking her to an OU football game is a little too big of a deal for a first date for you, Carter. You're not going to come off looking great. Well, that and, like, maybe he knows this girl really well already, but if they don't know each other well, not a place to, like, have conversation and get to know one another. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's why I asked, too, if she's a sports fan, because then at least she's having a good time high-fiving. You guys may uh, embrace at one point if things are going really well, you know. Uh, but if she's not a sports fan, she's going to be sitting there like, I'd like to have a conversation with this guy, find out who he is, and he's sitting there uh, screaming at uh, number 12 on the field or whoever it is, you know. So I have just received notification that she is a Texas fan. Oh. So, <laughs> we, have a, we have a doomed relationship. <laughs> that relationship's done. Why doomed even go on the date, Carter? Yeah. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, you gotta got to get rid of that girl. Uh, gents, only one song for the end of the third quarter you have to play. I've never been to heaven, but I've been to Oklahoma. Everyone knows the words. So good. It's from Mark and Norman. Well, that's why you started playing that song years ago anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Our two recommendations. Mine is that one. TJ's is uh, Sweet Home (laughs) Alabama. I never never recommended Sweet Home Alabama. Stop. You ever Uh, had somebody, uh, you ever give somebody your uh, cell phone number and you can't remember why you gave them your cell phone number, TJ? Uh, very much so, yes. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. how they got it, because I'll be like, right. I didn't give that individual my cell phone number. Right. Yeah. You're, you're experiencing that Go right ahead. now? No, I'm just throwing yeah. that out there in the atmosphere. Like you got a Wolverine in your phone right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of Andy Reid, his son Brent, uh, Britt was sentenced to three years in prison yesterday for his DWI accident. I have a new drop for the show, by the way. Hmm. Mr. Goodbar, he calls me, you know, and says, Andy, come eat me. I don't know exactly when I'm going to use that, but it's at our disposal. Mr. Goodbar, he calls me, you know, and says, Andy, come eat me. Uh, (laughs) Regulation sounds perfect for football. How would that affect other sports in the same conference? Regulation. Transcribe that for me. Uh, sounds perfect for football. How would that affect other sports in the same conference? Regulation same... sounds perfect for football. Relegation. Relegation. Not, they... Yeah. Relegation. Relegation. I'm, I'm for reading that wrong. Excuse me. Yeah. And then what did they ask? What's the rest of it? How would that affect other sports in the same conference? Oh. Uh, what did I say? Regulation? Weed. Relegation? I think the whole athletic department gets relegated. It really, I mean, it would be tough in college. Well, Here's the deal. You're breaking college football off here eventually anyway onto its own world. So um, it's not going to happen in college. It would be too devastating to the athletic departments to get, you know, go from getting $100 million a year to nothing. Professional sports is where you have to do it. And even there, it's completely devastating in England when it happens. Uh but God, it's a fun concept if you could figure it out. What happened to uh, Barnes it this takes, past Saturday? It takes tanking out of everything, by the way. Nobody's tanking at all. 
because you cannot afford to be relegated. Barnes had a hammy. Yeah, he's got a hamstring issue that Brent said, eh, we'll see how it goes. It's a hamstring. So He said it would be a game-time decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burley Boomer says, OMG, Tracy is dying. You're welcome, Tracy. That's the thing, Carter. More women are in love with me for my voice I do of you than are in love with you and with your real voice. Sure, you probably owe Carter a little something. <laughs> Sorry, Carter. Uh, TJ never got into Yahtzee. The elite ones don't play our peasant game. <laughs> That's true. You're probably I a easy guy, right? I played it. I was just more just... of a battleship kid or sorry. I really liked sorry. Um, what's the one with the little uh, dice in the bubble that you pop down the bubble in it? Trouble. Trouble. Yeah, I like trouble. Hmm. But I played Yahtzee. Just... No Yahtzee. Yeah, I just wasn't. I, if I was going and picking out a board game, I wasn't pulling Yahtzee out of the closet, probably. Yeah. Good math game. Good. Uh, yeah, you teach it's the probably kids why math. Why I stunk at math? Yahtzee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carter's yeah, date I, is a Texas grad. Yeah, not even just a Texas fan. Texas a, grad. Woo. You strike you and you uh, strike me as a like you get together with your friends at Gaylord and play Parcheesi. No Parcheesi game. Uh, more Not beer Gaylor, pong. Gallardia. Gallardia more beer women, pong. So. Yeah. 7.32. What kind of – you guys have uh, cornhole out at the lake? Uh-huh. We've got a cornhole. Oh, I could see yeah. that, yeah. 7.32. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Steve Nash fired yesterday by the Nets. Ime Udoka likely to take over. <laughs> Official reason for firing TJ given by the Nets. Uh, he had a stupid face, they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah that correct firing. Correct reason for a firing was Steve Nash. Uh, and perfect with that cast of characters they've got in Brooklyn. Uh, let's bring this coach on who was suspended from another team for all kinds of allegations. That seems like the perfect mix. The Nets could be the first team in major sports history where opposing cities just refuse to allow them to come to their city. <laughs> just, just too dangerous. Right. We cannot afford to have this cast of characters in our town. I mean, they are a traveling circus, aren't they? They are uh, Ringling Brothers, yes. Current day Ringling Brothers. You got, you got like a team of... I don't even know how to describe them. I mean, you got Kyrie and KD and uh, uh, oh, the, the from LSU, the the big lefty, they can't shoot from LSU. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers traded in. Oh, uh, uh, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, yeah. uh, and more and more, and they're you know they're all slightly nobody as zany as Kyrie, but they're all. Slightly askew, and the head coach says, hey, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) The Boston got that call yesterday, and they're like, oh, seriously? Well, yeah, because he's just suspended with us, so we'll take some compensation. (laughs) Sure, you can have me. Brooklyn said, what did he do? (laughs) Ah, that's not that big of a deal. deal. We got Kyrie over here. (laughs) We got Flat Earth Guy over here. (laughs) (laughs) Say, we're interested in Adoka. Can you tell us exactly what went down over there? That's it? (laughs) (laughs) We'll take him. 
Uh, Colts fire their offensive coordinator, Marcus Brady. I'm a Colts fan, TJ. I didn't know who Marcus Brady was. Frank Wright calls all the plays for them. So this thing has gone to you-know-what in a handbasket in a hurry in Indianapolis. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, they're having a not great but okay season. Definitely, you know, second place in their division. And they've completely blown it up. They act no like they Ryan, thought they, they were fired. front runners for the Super Bowl going into the season. Internally. Fired their, yeah, yeah. Maybe they did. Fired their OC, you know, benched the quarterback. Yesterday they traded away Naeem Hines. They're just like tearing it down. I don't know. It's frustrating. Four more suspensions handed out for Michigan State. That's eight players now that are suspended because of this fight against the Wolverines. Georgia has lost its linebacker, their best pass rusher, Nolan Smith, out for the season. Torn peck. Oh, I hate when I hear that. That always sounds more pale. You can say an ACL or hamstring. You know, I'm always all right. But, like, a torn peck is always one that I'm like, ah. OU men's basketball opens the season Monday, and they're down an assistant coach. Matt Brady announced his resignation yesterday, citing personal reasons. I heard those personal reasons were he followed you into the restroom last night at that banquet, so I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, out of context, that sounds really terrible, (laughs) TJ. You gotta go back and listen to the podcast here all three hours. Explain that for Pete's sake. Golly. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> OSU punter Tom Hutton uh has announced that um he's done at OSU. His career's over. Uh he was injured in the K State game. 32 years old, and uh, he's decided that uh, he's going to call it a career. Matt Pinto, by the way, uh, coming to the class today, TJ, to speak. That's going to be fun. I was listening to Matt on the way back uh, from the banquet last night. I don't think I have ever heard a play-by-play guy with a better grasp of uh, vocabulary, uh, adjectives and adverbs than Pinto has. He's amazing. I wonder if he's got a chart. Like some of the stuff, uh, you played a clip earlier, and I'm like, boy, where'd he pull that word out of? I don't even remember what the word was, but. um. That's a good question. Does he keep a list of of adjectives and adverbs to try to get in the game? Right. To broadcast. Um, I think I've also never heard a play-by-play guy that gives referees as hard of a time as Pinto does. I mean, he's relentless on them. Oh, well, I take that back. The Texas A&M <laughs> I was going to say, the broadcast. Texas A&M guys? Yeah. Okay. Brent Venables met the media yesterday. Uh, here's a little bit of one of his answers. He was asked if he has taken or, or his staff had to take any sort of a different tact or have a special message, a different message for recruits in light of the way October went uh, when they lost three games and did not look very good. Here was his answer to that. You know, no different message. Uh, um, you try to use um, when you're selling yourself and you have no track record, you're trying to sell what you've accomplished uh, in the past. 
you have some kind of a track record, uh, good or bad, um, whether it's coaching a position, it's coaching a unit, um, being a part of experiences, and so you continue to nurture that. The biggest thing is you build relationships. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, when uh, in the recruiting world, uh, you know, it never stops when a guy commits. People are still going to try to uh, recruit people, and, and sometimes guys make they, they, they uh, change their minds. That's their right. That's part of the process. Uh, you don't like it when you're, when you're not on the right side of it, uh, but you're always, you know, uh, you know, checking the temperature of the water to, to see if, all right, this guy, I'm not sure about, you know. Uh, so you're really doing that from the, from the get-go. Uh, like, this guy committed, but I'm not sure for whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's uh, where, they, where they're located, uh, family support or not. You know, sometimes you get maybe a, a parent that's looking at it, you know, uh, more, maybe more in an agent role as opposed to you know somebody going to take the baton you know uh, from us and and they got to you know help my son grow from boyhood to manhood you know some people look at it more from a business standpoint some of it look uh, from a, a growth and maturation and and a football opportunity too so a lot goes into it uh, you know recruiting is tough and demanding it's challenging and you're dealing with emotions real emotions in real life time opportunity so uh, hopefully you, you, you do things right um, you have you've had success you've got people that are effective communicators and uh, relationship driven and hardworking uh, you'll be on a, on a really good strong side of it and every once in a while you know things don't go your way that's I don't ever lose sleep over somebody uh, that we never had uh, that um, was supposedly lost you know if they come here in this program and uh, they go on that field for us, and then they they leave, and that's somebody that we lost. And uh, so I don't. There's a bunch of great players we we've identified. A handful of them uh, challenged the staff a couple of weeks ago to, you know, some of the best players that have played here. Uh, our previous stops uh, were guys that were under the radar going into their senior year, and uh, with diligence and. Um, uh, with that kind of a mindset, you find some great players that were undervalued. I think more now than ever, there'll be more and more players uh, that are overlooked for for a lot of reasons. Number one is because everybody in such a hurry to get to the next class, the 24 class, the 25 class, now the 26 class. Some of the guys, schools are in the 27th. And you only have so much time in a day. And what about that 23 guy that just had his first four games or his last four games? You know, you saw him, you know, six months ago, and he was six one, but now he's six three and a half. But you don't know because you, you stopped recruiting him. You know, he didn't meet the measurables or what have you. Again, there's a, a million different things. Or, or some schools are, hey, let's all right. We we didn't identify anybody in the 23 class, uh, from, say, we last time we offered people was in the summer, and now we're not watching any of the the fall. And I'm not saying that this is the game plan, but it's a byproduct. Now we're, who now they're trying to identify who might be in the transfer portal, who will be, or we're going to save these five spots for portal guys, and we're moving on to the 24 class. And then when the portal uh, names get in there, we that's what we got. We got to get a tackle, we got to get a receiver, whatever it is. And they're not looking for those 
seniors that are developing, Jeremy Beal, uh, you know, Isaiah Simmons, you know, Kayvon Wallace, uh, uh, a bunch of great, great players. Fascinating thoughts yesterday on the world of recruiting from Brent Venables. We'll uh, touch on more of that as the show rolls along. 7.48, though, in the morning. We need a timeout. A working man Wednesday here on the T-Row in the morning show. We are brought to you every day by our great friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment in Newcastle. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Back on the ref, T-Row in the Morning Show. I'm in the Brown O'Haver Studios. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Home of the 899 listing fee. Call Terry, 405-361-3380. Mr. Goodbar, he calls me, you know, and says, Andy, come eat me. <laughs> Uh, what was the tuxedo uh, cartoon? All that picture uh, when you're playing that clip is that walrus saying that. Um, gosh, what was that cartoon with the little uh, walrus and the penguin? I don't know, but I love hearing you say walrus. Tennessee tuxedo. That's what. It, Tennessee, Tennessee tuxedo. Tux- is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Walrus. 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 Uh, Toby also in Philly. Their soccer team is in the MLS yeah. Cup Finals this weekend. That's right. The Philadelphia Union. What's yeah. that? It's a soccer team. Oh, so not a real sport. Um, Toby, they had Olive Garden when you were dating? Oh, shut up. How old do you think he is? Mr. Goodbar, he calls me, you know, and says, Andy, come eat me. Get out of here. They had Olive Garden. Not only have Olive Garden, Olive Garden was elite. (laughs) It was elite back then. Top of the line, man. I was, that was fancy eating. Like, I had to dig into the college deep into the college pockets to go to Olive Garden. Uh, you weren't getting the uh, flyers with the coupons, buy one, get one free back then? Not for a first date. <laughs> Maybe for a second date. Right. You know, you didn't want to come off looking cheap. Uh, good morning, guys. Boomer Sooner, OU48, Baylor 12. Sooners win big. That's from Chaos Sooner. He's feeling good about it. Chaos is feeling good about it. Uh, let's see here. Morning, amigos. How hard was it to not get barbecue on Josie's jacket at Rudy's Monday night? I didn't eat. Couldn't risk it. Had an ice water. Didn't even get a soda. I gave it back to him last night, by the way. I said, I'll dry clean it if you'd like, but I promise I didn't sweat in it or anything. He just laughed. Uh, jump around should be the song 2008 versus tech best atmosphere ever agree uh we should pay the final countdown if we were winning going into the fourth Da-da-da. and a continuous fart <laughs> just play the final countdown if we're winning going into the fourth but a continuous fart if we're losing mr goodbar he calls me you know and says andy come eat me all right that's enough andy. um stop it andy um by the way, I've heard from two of you that say your app's not working. I've tested mine, tested my streaming computer, and I've checked with three people who all have working apps. So I don't know why the two individuals that I've heard from are having trouble today. So everything's working on our end, so not sure. Well, TJ's telling you you're wrong. Have y'all ever played Exploding Kittens? It's an amazing game. No. I have not, but it sounds fun. I'm allergic to cats. Uh, I bet... 
Old Turkey Bacon is a chess guy, complete with a timer and very stringent rules. Um, I can honestly say I've never learned how to play chess in my life. You're a complicated individual because you're a, you're a down-to-earth, go-to-the-lake, uh, play a little cornhole, drink a, you know, I'm not a, I'm not into games, kind of games uh, at all, board games, like especially now as an adult. Bronx will want to play a board game, and I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. It's not into them. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying before you interrupted me. <laughs> you are... <laughs> down to earth you know really kind of a lake guy uh fishing and boating and drink a beer around a fire and get allergic smoke and that just, kind of a guy just give me some country music playing but, with a cold beer yeah, in my hand. yeah you're uh, right and you don't just want complicated you like a guy on a bar stool with an acoustic guitar yeah, and that's fine just, with that yep but also like surrounded with that is extravagant wealth it's not so true. That's it's not, a, just a again, weird kind of one of those of a, things you've made up. You're like a peanut M and M. You're like you're like you're just a peanut in the middle, but you're surrounded in this coating of chocolate wealth. It's a weird combination. It's <laughs> a delicious amazing individual, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a that's what a Mister Goodbar is: peanuts and chocolate, like that. Mister Goodbar, he calls me, you know, and uh, says, "Andy, come eat me." Sorry about that. We got a text Top saying, quit playing that. It's making him uh, cry. He's laughing so hard. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.